Best Book Bits podcast brings you Simon Thompson, the lean body coach. Simon, thanks for being on the show. Thanks, my man. Appreciate it. No worries. Now, for my audience who uh, don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you come from, and uh, what's your story? Yeah, so uh, the long and the short story about my life, you know, as you probably can hear in the accent, you know, I'm, I'm not from here. I'm not from Australia. So um, six years ago, I moved, uh, I moved down under from, uh, from Scandinavia in Denmark. Um, grew up there, happy child, played football, lots of sport, you know. Um, I don't have the classic sort of uh, story like like being overweight, getting in shape and kind of like that's the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing today. But um, similar story sort of thing, you know, played football, was really good at it. Um, had a lot of things going on for myself as a kid, but uh, moving into my sort of like my, my teens, you know, early 12, 13 years old, yeah, really early, uh, life started to sort of like slide a little bit for me in, in, in that sense of, you know, I stopped the things that I was good at, playing football, stopped hanging out with good people and these sort of things and, and kind of like led on a, on a sidetrack for, for around six years with uh, drugs, partying, uh, lots of sort of like sidetracks that kind of like really amplified it, started me on, on that journey I'm on right now in terms of helping and, and, and working with people here. So um, so it's been a long, long journey, uh, lots of help, um, lots of sort of like time spent in terms of self-education and, and, and working on myself. And that's really the, the essence in, 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 in what brought me to Melbourne and what brought me to, to what I'm doing today. It's, it's helping and it's, it's working with people getting more out of themselves. Yeah, absolutely. What um, what made you sort of get into? I know you've been on the the Danish national stage, uh, competing in bodybuilding. What made you sort of get into that after partying and drugs? What was the the major catalyst for change? Well, well, well the change was really like like I was already I was already cha- uh, training at that time. I was training probably around fifteen, sixteen, seventeen years old, and I was still doing my you know my bad habits and these sort of things. And I think the epiphany and the sort of like the turning point was really when you know, I, I kind of like hit that sort of like rock, uh, you know, rock bottom in terms of like, I can't continue doing what I'm doing right now. I don't know how to change. I don't know what to do. I just know that I'm seduced with, with basically who I am and what I'm doing right now. So I was still brave enough. I was still sort of smart enough in that essence, in that essence, in terms of like reaching out for help and actually asking, what can I do? Like, what can I do to improve myself and my situation right now? And, um, I kind of like like searched around and these sort of things and got in touch with a with a guy back then there was you know he was doing bodybuilding he was what was he at that time fifty two you know so kind of like that father figure and um, I met him at the gym um, started chatting with him and and he kind of like opened up my eyes in terms of you know shifting my perspective for all the stupid things that I'm doing and actually looking for the potential that I had in terms of not just you know a physique that it could become something but but a mindset that I was like, I was curious in becoming better and, and, and learning more about myself and these sort of things. So he kind of like shifted my course from, um, you know, my life I had before to kind of like started training me, started helping me. And, and as I started getting some success, I could obviously see that, that, you know, I could become something in that area. So I think it was two years of that. And that kind of like led me to my, my, my first uh, fitness competition. So to answer your question in short, like I needed something to put my attention on. I needed something to shift my routines and my habits with. I couldn't just think, I couldn't just talk with somebody. I needed something physical to actually put my attention on. 
and to grab onto. And this is really what I'm, what I'm sort of like teaching a lot of my guys is that you don't have to believe it just yet. You don't have to, you know, feel it. It doesn't have to feel right. It doesn't have to feel good. But if you can just grab onto something physical on a day-to-day basis, you can change your habits. You can change your week, right? You can change your month. You can change basically any cause in your life. If you just learn how to grab onto something that kind of gives you a sense of reward and it gives you a sense of sort of success. And that's really what I, what I found in, in, in my fitness and, and, you know, doing that on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, going from partying, doing drugs, and I think you dabbled into a little bit of crime, it says on your on your bio as well. And then, you know, going full-time on, on your fitness will, will teach you those disciplines uh, that actually leak over into your normal life, not just on the stage as well. What was the um, reason that you went uh, left Denmark and come to Australia? What was the... What was the catalyst for that? Well, I think, uh, you know, you probably can see in my, my wall up here, we got, the, we got good, old, good old Arnie hanging up there. So, so um, without thinking about, you know, what I'm going to do with my life, I was always, I was always curious and fascinated with, with people that did big things, right? And, and being, you know, coming from Europe, close to Austria, uh, American movies, we grew up with the Americans. Uh, I always wanted to go to America. Actually, and, and kind of like, you know, I don't know, step into some sort of footsteps around like Arnold Schwarzenegger, go over there, do some fitness and, and become something, you know. And, and yeah, I, I think I just, um, you know, always had that dream. And when I finally got myself on better track and, and, and started putting some money aside and actually started believing that I could, I could buy a ticket and, and go somewhere. Um, I think I, I, I chose Melbourne. I think I chose Australia because... Um, you know, it was far away. It was English. It was um, similar, I felt, to, to, to America. And then I just had a lot of, lot of uh, people I knew from back home that have been to Melbourne and these sort of things. And then my dad, he, he, by the way, he also traveled to Australia when he was my age. So, so subconsciously, so I, I was probably drawn, drawn down under, you know. Yeah, awesome. And uh, what did you do when you came here? What was uh, some of your first jobs that you got when you arrived in Australia? Well, I'm, I've always been, I've always been uh, what, what would you say, a curious little boy in that aspect. You know, I always ask for help. I always walk up to people. I always kind of like connect in, in, in some way, you know. So first day, funny enough, first day when I, when I actually arrived in the airport, I jumped on the Skybus from Melbourne Airport into the city, uh, got my MyKey card or whatever it's called back then, you know, in 7-Eleven, went on my tram, and then I bumped into a guy there on the tram ride to, to St. Kilda. And, um, you know, he was a backpacker as well. I think he was from Wales. And uh, we just started chatting and stuff. And he was like, yeah, sure, let me walk you to your hostel. Let me walk you to where you need to be. And um, I figured out he was working as an arborist. And an arborist is, you know, climbing trees, cutting tree downs and that sort of thing. And um, not to mention that in my story, my dad actually had a Christmas tree farm at home where he's selling Christmas trees all over Europe, you know. So I knew how to use a chainsaw. I've always, you know, been around the forest and that sort of thing. So uh, long story short, I basically got a job the next day. I arrived. The guy texted me and he said, we need a labor tomorrow. Are you, are you up for it? And uh, I worked there for a year and a half. And that was kind of like my beginning in, in Australia, you know. So uh, so smooth, smooth start, yeah. Yeah, well, that, 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 exp- 
that explains uh, your Instagram with the the you, know, you top off all the time with uh, with a chainsaw in your your Instagram with the the you, know, you top off all the time with uh, with a chainsaw in your awesome. And how did you transition into what you are now, which is uh, the lean body coach, having you know coached over five hundred clients and have a massive following and uh yeah just growing by the day. How did you transition into that? Yeah, so so obviously you know having having the background that I came from in terms of training since I was fifteen years old. Uh, started training people at home as well, doing personal training and these sort of things. Um, I'll be honest with you, I never, I actually never thought about I would do anything in fitness work-wise when I lived at home in Denmark. I always thought I would do something in business. I remember when I was 16 years old, I went to business school and I remember the first day I stepped my foot in there, I'm like, I'm going to do something in sales marketing, something around that, because I just love the energy, I love the people and that sort of thing there. So um, I just didn't know what, right? I didn't know what I was doing in that time there, you know? So when I came to Australia, I could suddenly link both two together. I was pretty good at my sport. I'd helped a lot of people back home as well. I like this entrepreneurial journey sort of thing. So, so that kind of like, you know, shifted me over to getting my certificates down here. And, 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 and really using that same philosophy that I used in my, my fitness and that sort of thing, work hard, uh, getting my routines in place, and then simply just take one step at a time. And then really just look at myself to be like, okay, what is the next step for me right now? What do I need? Right? I need to uh, get my certificate, obviously. I need to figure out a local gym to work out in. I worked out in that gym for over a year. I made sure that I knew every single person at that gym. I knew the manager, I knew the staff, but more importantly, I, 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 I got to know the members, right? So, so I just kind of like used that same principle that I learned in fitness that, you know, for me to, to move ahead in life, like I need to take control. I need to bring the energy and I need to bring the attitude on a day-to-day -day basis. So, this is really the purpose and this is really the fuel that kind of like drives me on a day-to-day -day basis. I don't think about work. You and I, we're sitting here and chatting right now. This is the exact same thing as I did for the last 12 hours today. Talking with people, working on my stuff, and, and figure out better ways to do things, right? And I'm obsessed, right? This is not, for me, driving the business and what I'm doing today and working with people, it's not about money. It's not about scaling up my business. It's about how can I provide so much value to other people right, that things start to happen automatically. And the reason why I want to help people is because I needed somebody to help me when I didn't have the answer, right? I needed, I needed someone to provide the solutions for me. So I want to be that person for other people today to really give the solutions. And again, this is not just, you know, I'm helping people getting in shape, you know, training, nutrition. That's the kind of the how-to, which is easy. But where I'm juiced up and where I really can help people and really, where I really have an advantage is because I know the game in terms of how do we actually get ourselves to do the things we know we should do. I know the road ahead, you know, and this is why, you know, I've become appealing to some people because, you know, it's, it's, it's enough now with the, with the next little quick fix. It's enough now with, you know, what to eat and what to train, but, but how, how, how do I actually get myself to do it? I got busy family, I got work, I got all these sort of things. So, so that's really the driver for me today to, to really be the provider of value and to be the example and, and, and really just to give people that helping hand that I never had when I grew up. 
Yeah, exactly right. And, and that's exactly what I do, what I do with uh, Best Book Bits. You know, we all look for that mentor early in life. And when you start to get a bit of a role on, you start coaching people and educating people. Um, not only it's addictive, but you get so much more satisfaction and gratitude out of that. And, and that just grows and grows organically. And that does give you the energy and the attitude to show up every day um, as a servant and serving. Um, I want to sort of get into the weeds and the tactics. So tell me a little bit about mindset and obviously going to some tactics that you use with your, your clients as well. Um, educate my audience, the people listening. Um, yeah, five minutes built. Let's 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 jump into mindset. Well, you know, it's it's <clears throat> excuse me, it's really where where people are at right now. So so let's say they are in a position right now where you know, good example, we're coming out of COVID right now. It's been two years nearly. Uh, we had lots of things that happened to us. We needed to adjust work, family life, working from home, kids, all these sort of things. So so. You know, the way I would teach mindset, oftentimes, you know, the mindset, and this is why I'm in the fitness space, mindset is very hard to grab onto for people, right? Uh, just be more disciplined or, you know, work towards your goals. If you write your goals down, you will be successful. Like, we've all heard that, you know, but it's very hard to grab onto. So, so the way I teach mindset is a little bit back to what I, what I said in the beginning. The way I teach mindset is that we're figuring out one to two to three things that you can do on a day-to-day basis that you can grab onto and that you can start keeping the promises to yourself. That's it. Because if you start, always look at it as, as, a, as a bank account, right? We've got two bank accounts or you've got two sort of like, like people on, on your shoulder. You, you heard that because you read the books, you know, like, like feed the fear and, and the fear becomes bigger, Right? Feed, feed, feed the side of you that's not disciplined and you become less disciplined, right? Do you want to become better today or weaker today? If we just boil it down to yes or no on a day-to-day basis, right? That's really the essence in building a strong mindset, building self-discipline and building self-confidence, right? However, we need to peel it back and then we need to start understanding, okay, what would work for us? And this is why I always say, you know, we got to, we're going to learn how to walk before we can run. So going back to our example, let's say you're in COVID right now and you just haven't done much for a while. If you and I just started working together right now, we would simply just address and assess what, it, what is Michael doing and what is the listener doing on a, on a weekly and a daily basis right now. Because you can have great intentions about, yeah, I want to lose weight, I want to get in shape. But your habits and your patterns is going to determine if you actually are doing it. So we're going in and looking at, okay, what is your, what is your schedule look like and what do we need to clean up in? Always look at what can we get rid of? What is that we need to stop doing in order for us to actually be able to accelerate and do some new things? So, so I want to always keep it simple for people. Always just look at it for what it is, yes and no. What do we need to get rid of and what do we need to fill into? And then how can we start laying it out and doing it one day after another, so we have a whole week of consistent good wins, two weeks of consistent good wins, and from there, it's just about feeding that fire of momentum, right? Feeding the fire of momentum because, again, we're not, we're not going to feel motivated all the time. We're not going to feel confident and good about the situation each and every day, but if you can just have one small win on the days where we don't feel like it, success, right? Yeah, yeah great. Yeah, absolute great tips. Um, obviously mindset becomes before fitness and anything else. 
you action comes after habits, thoughts, routine. Everything's internal before it's external as well. So also making time, what you said, making time for fitness as well. Um, obviously, I've gone through the journey of up and down with fitness in the last two years. I did a fat to fit journey, I think 12 months ago, COVID happened again, fell off the wagon, got back on the wagon, fell off the wagon, got back on the wagon. And sort of what I bought it down to was fitness, health, diet, it's, it's a priority. And once it's not a priority, it's going to go the wayside. You're going to put on weight, you're going to feel shit, you're going to lose energy. But once you start putting it up on that ladder of it's a priority. You'll make time in your schedule. You'll drop other things as well. Um, yeah, fitness is definitely a mindset first. Just to, to, sorry, just to interrupt you on that, just to fill in on that one there, because it's, it's very key what you're saying there. You know, people have good intentions. People have hopes, especially on a Friday or on a Thursday or, you know, definitely not on a Monday, right? People have these sort of like thoughts around, yes, I want to change. Right? Same in your area. I want to invest into properties. Yeah, I should maybe you know, start my own business. People have all these hopes and desires, right? But they remain hopes and desires exactly what you're saying because they're not a priority. So how do we make it a priority when we kind of want it, but we just can't kind of like put it all together with the, you know, the family life and the other job we're doing and all these sort of things there. So how do we then move it up and, and, and make it a priority? And, and, and the way it is kind of like it's it's, it's hard to explain and it's hard to get into, but what you simply need to do, you need to sit down with yourself and then bring it up to the awareness. And what I mean by that is that you need to bring up the pain. Bring up the pain. When I'm on a call with a new client, my, 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 my flow of the conversations is always to figure out what's the target, right? What's the goal? Why do you want to get there? Why do you want to wake up tomorrow morning and actually do it? What's the juice that's going to drive you there? And then quickly go into why can't you be where you are right now? Why must you change? Why can't you go another day looking in the mirror and, 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 feel, and feel terrible? Feel disgusted. And you can use these words because, again, you, you, you heard that from, from you know, a guy like Tony Robbins. It's about using these words that trigger us. We become too soft on ourselves, thinking that things will change in the future. But if we don't sit down and make a clear, defined like draw a line in the sand and say, you know what? This is the reason why I want to get here. And this is the reason why I can't stay here anymore. And I need to remind myself, I need to put something on the wall to look at every single day that reminds me about why I need to step out and move forward today. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, totally agree with, uh, with what you're saying. What are some of the common struggles uh, clients come to you in sort of, what are the some common fixes that you sort of recommend and implement? And, or I guess the other word is, you've got hundreds and hundreds of clients that you've had successful results in. I've seen the before and after shots, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to interview you. What are some of the successful habits, patterns, tips and tricks that you've implemented in other people's lives where they've actually got the results? Um, can you sort of talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think that, that the first step really is, is, is going back to me being, you know, on drugs and, and, and me changing my life. I needed to become vulnerable. I needed to speak up for myself and, and actually be honest with myself that I don't like where I am right now. And I see, you know, the people that get the most results inside my programs and when I work with them is the people that are actually there and open to speak about, shit, I had a bad day today. 
right? It, it didn't well well. I fell, I fell off the wagon here on Saturday, Sunday. So first step is really just allowing yourself to be vulnerable, right? Allowing yourself to be vulnerable because only there you can start accepting, you can start getting rid of these bad habits, and you can start allowing yourself to take in new information. Next step from there is, is, is accountability. Like I need to teach them, I need to teach you to be accountable to me first. And by doing that, you start becoming accountable to yourself. And that's going back again to that principles of keeping the promises to yourself. I need to be that bad guy that's standing there that you're scared of on Friday or Thursday when you're going to check in with me. So you're making sure you're doing it. I'm like kind of like that fake, 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 uh, you know, ghost or what would you call that fake sort of like wizard in the corner that, 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 that shows you the mirror of yourself until you can see it yourself. So, you know, like, like being vulnerable, learning to be accountable to yourself. And then I think, you, you, you know, it, it, the next step from there is learning how to fall in love with the process of growth. Because you could do a program with me for 12 weeks. Like the clients that have been with me for the longest, I got personally training clients still that have been with me for years, but online coaching clients that have been with me for 12 months plus. And these are the people when I talk with them and interview them, I ask them, first of all, why are you staying on so long? What are you getting out of it? And why, why do you still want to be here? Right? And they all say the same things. It's because you taught me how to be vulnerable, you taught me how to be accountable, and you're stretching me for the next step. Because you can lose weight, you can get in shape, and then what? Right? What's next? So, so, so you know, it's, it's like, uh, I'm sure it's the same for you, you know, you, you, you've gone to masterminds, you've gone, you know, you had mentors and coaches and these sort of things. Oftentimes, it's not just like, yeah, I need to get to X amount of money in the bank or I need to get to a certain body weight. But it's about how can I keep, you know, how can I keep growing as a person and who can keep kind of like be ahead of me and, and, and pull me up to that next level when I'm hitting the ceiling. So uh, it's really a mind shift game. It's really sort of like a, a mind game around, um, you know, I remember, I remember one time I was working with a coach and it was kind of like it was when I came here to Australia first time. And, uh, you know, working as an arborist, you you on, I don't know, 20, 20 bucks an hour, you know, and I just started doing a bit of personal training and these sort of things. And I met this this American guy at the gym, actually, and he's, um, you know, motivational speaker. He was a coach. He was especially in, in sort of like the corporate world, business coach, sales coach, but more so mindset coach. And I remember I paid him for four calls, so a month of work together, I paid him 5K. And he just, we just had a chat at the gym and he was like, you know what? I like your energy. This is, this is my packages. This is how I can help you. And, and because I'm so curious in growth, I jumped in, like right in. I didn't even ask about anything more. What's included? Where do I go? What's next step? I'm just like, I like what you're presenting. I like your energy. And I jumped in straight away. And that was my kind of like my first big investment into coaching and help. And I remember so many people afterwards, right? They asked me, so what did you get out of it? What did you get out of those 5K for four phone calls? And I said to them, you know what? I didn't get anything tangible out of it. Not because I, it wasn't because I earned more money straight away in those four weeks. But what he did for me, he raised my standards. He raised my level of self-belief in myself and the way that I looked on what I was doing. 
And you can't explain that to a lot of people. And you definitely can't justify it sometimes. But when you're in it and you feel it and you experience it, we, you and I, we, we both know that that's, that's worth much more than, than any money, right? Yeah, so I'll, I'll tell a little story about that. Uh, it's similar to truth. So you can't tell someone the truth. They have to experience it themselves. And you can't tell someone the thing that's holding them back is their self-belief. They have to go through that belief that that's holding them back to see on the other side that, hang on a second, wow, I was only held back in my past by my own limited self-belief. And I know recently before COVID, you, you know, feel the fear and do it anyway and dive into it. Um, you did a speaking gig with public speaking and you did a workshop, uh, which was fantastic. I, I seen the content on that. Talk to me a little bit about your own little experiences on every single month, every single day. There's always fears to overcome and there's always setting those standards and, and moving past those uh, self-beliefs we hold back. And when you go to the other side, you realize that, hang on a sec, it was all internals, all mindset, it's all belief. Um, yeah, unpack that a little bit. That was great. Yeah, so, so, you know, a lot of what I'm talking about always goes back to maybe one or two or three things because I always refer back to, to sort of like, you know, my pain points that I was feeling when I was, you know, doing drugs and this sort of thing. Like, I remember when I was doing drugs and stuff, I... Basically, we have back home in Denmark, you basically go to year nine and then you're done with school. You do an extra year and you go in year 10 and that's it. And then you might go to university and stuff. And um, I kind of like hit and you can see that's, that's very young. You're 16, 17, 18 years old around that time there. That was when I hit rock bottom and I basically missed half of year school in year nine, went to year 10 and missed the first half of year of that, of that semester as well. And I missed out on these, these, these two years because I was just like, I've let myself down so much by doing stupid things, right? I couldn't rock up the next day. I couldn't, I, like, I just said no to myself. I just did the things. I just let myself down basically on a day-to-day -day basis. So the point with this story is that this is the mindset that I'm playing with myself every single day. Do I want to wake up right now or do I want to hit the snooze button? What do I get out of hitting the snooze button? I'll become a loser again. I will get back to drugs. I will, you know, ruin my life. Like that's kind of like almost like that's the association I have with, with, with letting myself down because I've tried it so many times. So, so Michael, I basically just use that metaphor and that, that sort of like inner, what would you say, pain and association to, to lead myself you know, towards and through these other obstacles and fears that I'm having. So you're touching base on the public speaking. One of the events that I did, that was one of the sort of like the first sort of like paid gigs that I did for a corporation and for a team. And I remember the guy when he texted me two weeks prior to that, he's like, we have a gig for you. You're going to present for Seek. We have a team of 20 marketers. They're going to have a, you know, a, a team day and we want you to come in and speak for an hour. What's the instant reaction we're getting in those situations? Like, I remember I was in the elevator when I got it. I was like, it's getting real now. You know what I mean? Like, like that's something that I've been thinking about that I wanted to do, but am I ready? I don't really know, right? So I basically just use that exact metaphor again. Like, within one or two seconds, I'm like, mentally, when we're experiencing the fear, we want to back out. Right? We want to we wanna not feel it. We want to go away. We hope things get canceled. We hope it's getting pushed out another week. Like that's our mental thought process in this situation. So I'm just like, 
as soon as I feel that feeling of fear or I want to I wanna get away, I just go through that. You've got a yes and no decision right now, Simon. If you choose no, if you choose to go the other way, how are you going to make it, like, how are you going to feel afterwards? Right? How are you going to feel afterwards? So I just, I just, like, almost like commit myself to the, to the thing right away because then I kind of like, okay, I've, I've said yes now. Now I can't say no because then I'm going to be a loser for myself. And that's kind of like, the, that's the game that I'm playing with myself every day when I don't want to work out. I play that game. When I don't want to do the interview here with you right now at eight o'clock now, I would, I would want to do it. But when I, when I do things I don't want to do, you know, I play that yes or no scenario. How are you going to feel afterwards? Make the commitment. Now you made the commitment. Now you can't back out and now you can't say no. Yeah, totally. Yeah. One thing that uh, really grabbed me what you said before was uh, not only grabbing onto things, but deep diving in. So when that guy said my package is five grand, you didn't think about it. You dived in. You had confidence in him and um, a lot of people are dabbling, and I want to get back onto the fitness thing. Most people are dabbling in fitness. I'll go to the gym a little bit. I'll eat a little bit, and then they'll ruin their whole week with nutrition, and they won't make any progress. Uh, they'll burn out, get deflated, feel like shit, and then the weekend kills their whole week. Talk to me a little bit about the power of nutrition and why it's so important. So we we know mindset is first. I think nutrition is second, because if you get mindset and nutrition right you know, fitness is, is the third thing. So uh, talk to me a little bit about nutrition and the, and the power of, uh, of good food and, and good nutrition. Well, you know, because you and I, we both know I love, I love the mindset part. So, so I always try to link basically all three or basically everything back to mindset. And, you know, the thing about nutrition, right? Nutrition is something, obviously, we all, we all have a choice about every single day. So, so the way I teach my clients inside the programs when I'm talking with them and, and you know, when, when, I'm, when, I'm, when I'm speaking with them on the phone is that you you got a choice right now of what to do, right? You can teach your brain is going back to that bank account. You can teach yourself to back off, fill up that bank account, and it's just going to be worse, and you hit Friday and then Sunday, and then boom, another week is off. Or you have a choice today to just withdraw from that account and put it into the other one. So nutrition have this aspect of building that, again, momentum and confidence within yourself that nutrition suddenly just becomes easier. Good nutrition now becomes, um, what, what's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, Self-perpetuating in terms of like you want more of it because of the way it makes you feel. Not from a nutritional standpoint, but from a mental standpoint, right? And we, we want to do more of the good things, right? We want to do more of the things that makes us feel good. And, and, and this is going back to what you said before in terms of the belief in these sort of things there. Like, I can sit here and say to, 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 to you guys right now, you know, I've been doing it for, what, since 15, 28 right now, 13 years. It's very, very easy for me to be in shape. It's very, very easy for me to eat healthy food. It's very, very easy for me to train. However, I'm living my life exactly like you guys. Go out on the weekend, I have wine with my girlfriend, I have chocolate, I have all these sort of things because I built, basically built the machine up, right? So this is what nutrition can do. So, so moving into the nutritional aspect of why nutrition is so good for you is, you know, the way I always say to my clients is that your body is like a fire, right? So when we're trying to get in shape with our body and these sort of things, our natural approach to getting in shape and what we hear out there is to cut calories, 
and do more activity. The issue with that approach, you know, alone, if you don't have the other pieces to the puzzle, is that you're basically going in two opposite directions with your body. Burn more and, and eat less, right? And what do you have left within the middle? You, you fatigued, low energy, and you don't want to do it anymore. So, so the way I'm, 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 I'm educating my clients on it is that your body is like a fire. You need to fill up your body with good nutritional food and you need to eat enough. You need to have enough calories to burn fat for you. It's like fat. You know, people, you know, I think it's a couple of years ago. Now it's carbs. Everybody is, is worried about carbs. A couple of years ago, it's fat. You know what I mean? So we're going through this cycle, you know, of, of what's in and what's trending and these sort of things. And that's really the other issue with nutrition in, in, in general. People are jumping on the next quick fix or the next little fast, or maybe I should do keto, or maybe I should do high carb or low carb. None of that matters in the end. None of that matters in the end. Because you've got to figure out something that you can do consistently. If you can do consistently, well, you will get results. Period. Right? You just need to learn what do I need to go up on and what do I need to go low on. Well, like, what do I need to adjust on in order to, to, to get to where I want. But if you can just stay consistent, you can get into a pretty decent shape. Right? But moving into the third part, which is, which is the training, and I actually like to be honest, I know food, it's, it's a big one for a lot of people, but I think, I think the training part is just as big for people because people are softies, man. I was going to say that, I was actually going to say that if you don't put your body, if you don't change your body metabolically and, and, to even, and do something, put it under strain or stress, your body's not going to change. So you might have a great mindset and eat the right foods, but you might not look good because your body's never had any stress. So talk to me. Keep going. I just wanted to. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that as as well. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. You know, because it's it's kind of like you know people want people always want the easy solution, and what's the easy solution is like blame it on the food, right? Because that's something I could just I can just cut it away, and then yeah, I was good for two or three days, but then. Fuck you back again. So, so you know, the, it's, it's 100% nutrition, it's 100% training, it's 100% mindset around it. And it's just about learning, as I said to you in the beginning, learning how to do something consistent every single day. So, so with your training, as you're saying, you need, to, you need to put your body under stress. And, and you know, I, I'm working, a lot of the guys that I'm working with is, is these busy professionals, entrepreneurs like yourself, people that don't have a lot of time. So can you get in shape with... 20-minute workouts or 30-minute workouts and do it, you know, two to three hours a week? Absolutely, right? It just really depends on how, how, how good you are when you then are there, how, how efficient you are with your time. Um, I, have the, I, have the, I have the three key principles in my training. It's efficiency, it's intensity, and it's muscle contact, actually four, and then it's progressive overload. It's resistance. You need to have enough resistance on your body. You guys out there that are jumping around doing your circuits and these sort of things, it's all great. You can, you can pop them in there. But if you want your body to change, if you want to have a little bit of like lean muscle mass on your body, you need to put your body through resistance. Right? You need to think about becoming stronger week for week. Not down in your phone. Right? Let's say you're having you know, a basic workout. Not down in your phone. Your squat. What? Not down in your phone. Your, you know, your lat pull down. Your deadlift, for example and maybe a bench press or shoulder press, just pick like four compound movements. And then just write down on your phone right now, if you have an app where you can track it, write down what is your weight in your fourth set for each exercise this week. 
Next week, you know that you did 60 kilo in a deadlift and you did 10 reps. Your goal is to get 11 today, 10 and a half if you have to, right? And just use that as a benchmark. If you can become stronger each and every week, you know you're, you're taken care of. So going back, going back to the food again around that, to wrap around that, when you're looking at your nutrition, think in terms of protein. And I know it's very cliche. I know everybody I've heard it. But if you're just looking at your body and you calculate with your body, roughly around two grams of protein per body weight. So for, for a guy like me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 90 kgs. That means that I need around 180 grams of protein. That's my foundation. I become stronger, I eat 180 grams of protein, and then I can basically be a little bit more loose over here. Do I go out with my girlfriend on the weekend? Do I have an extra wine and these sort of things? I just make sure that I actually pushed, I got stronger this week, I had good intensity, good muscle contact, and I remember to eat enough protein. If you just focus on getting that right, you, 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 you're more than 90, 95% ahead of, of majority of the people and, and transforming your body already there. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I want to sort of segue into one last sort of section. Um, now you you're quite successful in the online offline space. Uh, how did you go about transferring that into the online space? Because I know you know some great stuff there. What are some tips and tricks for entrepreneurs like myself that uh, run an online business and uh, you know marketing, promotion, and, and putting yourself out there? Um, yeah, tell us, uh, tell the audience a little bit about that. Well, I think um, you know first step is basically just get started. You know what I mean? Like, like you're not going to know what you're going to talk about. You're not going to know uh, what to say or, or anything before you do it. Like, I even figure out, I ask myself every single day, what's my message? Who do I talk to? How can I dial it in even more, right? So, so I think a lot of people, they, they get bogged up in it needs to be perfect. I know both you and I, we, we, we love Grand Cadone. Uh, for guys, for you guys that don't know Grant Cadone, he's probably one of the you know top one or two or three social media influencer in the world in terms of business and entrepreneurship, and and you know he has been um, a great example for me mindset wise in terms of what it takes, and 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 how much you just, how much you should just test and try and just put it out there regardless of what the feedback is that you're getting back there, um, but. Going back to actually starting out there, like, like personally for me, the way I got started with my content, with my online, I've done online now for over four years now. So I was, I was online way before, before COVID and that's been my sort of like my main driver for the last three years. Um, the way I started online was basically just because I wanted to help myself. I went for my walks. I listened to my, my podcast. I listened to my, you know, self-help motivational stuff and because I started to change, I started to feel better, I had less anxiety, you know, I felt better about myself and these sort of things. I wanted to share that on my, my story. You know what I mean? Like, hey guys, you know, like, like, if you feel shit right now, you should just, you know, wake up tomorrow morning, go down on the beach and then just scream out and see how you feel afterwards. Like, weird things, I would just do random things, you know, just starting sharing what I actually experienced from the help and the, and, and, and the things that I'm doing there. So. That was kind of like the, the, the main thing for that, 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 you know, I needed to learn to become better here in Australia. I needed to learn the language better. I didn't even know English when I came here, right? So I just started to listen, 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 and then I started just to slowly just spit something out there. 
and 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 the amount of people there that kind of like started to work with me you know afterwards and even friends from back home they all resonated with me because you know they 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 know who I were and they could see how far I come mentally in my growth and they wanted they wanted they wanted you know some of that energy you know so so I remember the the exact same coach that I paid 5k to back then he said Simon you basically have two things you sell every single day you sell your energy and you sell your attitude, right? And I'll write that down. I'll write that down here. Every single night, every single night I got there. Energy, energy, energy is everything. Energy is everything. Energy is everything. So if I can just share my energy, if I can just, if I can just be there on a day-to-day -day basis and, and share what I'm going through and what I'm doing, I know that I'm gonna hit some people that's related to me, people that relate to me as a result of that. So long answer to your question, start by sharing things that you're going through yourself. Put it out there and see what happens. You're not gonna get any response for it for a lot of time. Fall in love with the process of growing and actually just speaking it out then and, and you know, be interested in, in, in actually helping other people. And from there, you, 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 you become better. It's like, you know, you're writing every single day. You're writing a blog post every single day, writing a blog post every single day. You get more fluent with the language. So, so I think, yes, some people have it naturally in terms of uh, it's something in their personality. It's something in their level of understanding you know, what things look like as the finished product, like design-wise, colors, and that sort of thing. But a big portion of it is just step up and then share your energy and show up with a great attitude and then just put yourself out there, whether that is audio, uh, writing, or, 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 you know, video, or a great podcast like you're doing here, you know. So, yeah, it's, it's a self-healing self-healing process in terms of just expressing what you're going through and, and, and you will build an audience based on that. Yeah, thanks, thanks for sharing. I mean, energy and attitude, it's uh, contagious and, and, and people pick up from it uh, and it's how we communicate. Obviously, if you're flat, you've got a bad attitude, you, you're not going to get too far in life. A um, couple last questions before we wrap up. What are you working on in 2022? Uh, what's got you jazzed? What's, uh, what are some of your big visions or goals for, for next year? What are you working on? Well, I, I basically just, uh, you know, I finished up a, pro a project today and uh, it's, um, it's a new program that I'm basically launching here on, uh, on Friday. You know, it's, it's, I think it's Black Friday on Friday, isn't it? I think so, yeah. I think the American is, is very hyped around it. But yeah, I've, I've been working on a project for, for a while right now and, and, and the philosophy behind my, my project that I'm, that I'm trying to get out there right now is, is going back to what we talked about the market today and, and social media today and all these sort of things is very saturated, right? It's very like Vegas. It's bang, 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 bang. Come here, come get this, quick fix, do this and these sort of things there. So I kind of like went backwards and, and thought to myself and did some research and, and looked at the people that I resonated the most with. And um, it's a guy, a guy, for example, a guy called uh, Alex Samosi. I don't know if you, you know him. His book is out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I actually, yeah, I've come across his stuff uh, on social media. Yeah. Great, great guy, you know, had like massive success in, you know, a, a, a short period. Um, but, but, but learning, you know, learning some of his principles there, you know, it's really just about, you know, 
it's the way I can explain it to you is that, you know, imagine you're going into a job interview. Imagine you're going into a date and you have absolutely nothing to prove. Come empty, right? Come with no bad sort of like intention around trying to get something from someone. And that's really the, 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 the philosophy behind my new program is that I want to help people. I legitimately want to see people succeed and have some results, right? Have some success. And this program here right now is 99 cents. I could only set it to $1 when I'm setting it online. It's a 99 cents program where you're getting the opportunity to work with me, getting coaching, getting into exactly what you and I were talking about. How do you start? How do you go from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday through Sunday, and how do you do it consistently? That's the, that's the big project I've been working on right now, that I want to take as many people as I can through this program for 99 cents. And, and you know, if they're getting great results, if they're getting, you know, if they're, they're transforming in, in, that, in that period we're having together there, I also know that, you know, these, these same people would want to would wanna do things in the future, you know. So that's been an exciting little side project that I've been, been working on right now. 2022 for me is definitely, definitely, definitely meet up with you. Uh, hopefully we can meet up beforehand. Um, but now I want to I get out there again and, and, and meet more people. And I think, you know, all of us here in Melbourne and in Australia and basically all over the world, we've been locked into our computers and these sort of things. Uh, my mission is to, you know, to help people. My mission is to build my business, not just having a business with a team here, but having facilities all the way around the world that actually help people with their health, with their fitness and with their mindset. So they can start their day like I like to start my day, start the day in the best way possible and be able to consistently uh, get more out of themselves. So I'm going to travel a lot in 2022. I have a little mission. Uh, we're going to get the team and we're going to get the business up to 10 to 15 team members. And I'm going to be able to go with my girlfriend in probably 12 months from now. We're going to get a working visa to America and we're going to do one year, one year in America over there where, where the business is running. I'm still working in the business and these sort of things. And then we want to go over there and we want to connect with as many people as we can and, and, and build a huge network and, and research and, and see what's, what's going on in the rest of the world. I'm a big believer in like, we've got to leave something in order to get something new. Yeah, correct. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be rooting. I definitely think uh, America needs you. And uh, yeah, my, my next event is uh, 9th of December. So uh, we'll speak privately about that, but uh, looking, for, looking forward to that as well. Now, we sort of run out of time, but uh, one last question before we sort of wrap up. Uh, if you were to host a dinner party with three people from the past, dead or alive, who would they be? Uh, what would you serve them or where, or where would you take them? So three people from the past, dead or alive, who would they be? <laughs> good question good question so it can be people now as well people that are alive now or yeah yeah, yeah. i would um i would definitely take grand cardone um i would probably i would probably get a, a steve jobs and then i would probably do um i would i would definitely do a michael jordan yeah yeah of course yeah yeah michael jordan um yeah well yep Awesome. Grant Canone, Steve Jobs, Michael Jordan. And uh, where would you take him or what would you serve him? Well, whatever, whatever they're eating today, I would probably, uh, I'll probably fly to them. I would probably figure out a way to get a private jet and then like meet somewhere in, in, in Fiji and then uh, 
you know, empty my bank account and then and then and then rent a best resort and then sit down there and have a, a beautiful dinner looking the ocean and then let them just talk and I'm just gonna sit there and shut up. <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds perfect. Grant Cadon, Steve Jobs, Michael Jordan. Um now where can people connect with you online and um yeah, find you and if, if people out there are interested in your programs and want to get lean or just get around you and, and learn, um yeah, where's the best people can sort of find you and, and find uh you know, connect with you for coaching as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, so social media is the place to go, you know, like pop public, well, like, like Facebook is, is more private sort of thing, but, but go to Instagram, Simon Thompson, uh, S I M O N T H O M S E N the Danish version of it. So Simon Thompson across the board, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Um, if you want to take it up on, on, on the offer, it's been launched today, soft launch today. You can go into cyclet.com.au forward slash coach. For free so it's coached for free and uh, it's a it's a 90 90 cents uh 99 cents offer you can go in and and, and and take that but other than that just go in go into my social media and, and have a look um see what i'm up to uh, hang out with me in the stories engage with me there uh, do my workouts there's in there and um and yeah i'm, I'm sure we will uh we'll bring some smiles to each other in the in the future now last message uh you would leave my audience with as simple as it sounds, it will be, you know, like, like the secret to anything that you want is simply just learning to show up, learning to keep the promises to yourself and make that yes and no decision on a day-to-day basis. If you can just show up, you can add anything you want in life. Promise you. Simon, thanks for being a guest on the Best Book Bits podcast and check out his Instagram. He's got a lot of knowledge and uh, purchase his products and uh, hopefully I'll see you on the 9th of uh, December. Appreciate it, Michael. Thanks, mate. Take care. Will do, my man. Appreciate it, buddy. Bye. Thanks, buddy. You too, buddy. Bye-bye.